It's Friday, December 16th, 2005. This is Radio Zoom. We kick puppies, but we edit that part out. Radio Zoom. From wonderful Vancouver, British Columbia. I don't know if my levels are quite on right now. Hopefully they are and everything's working out A-OK. But uh, this is another edition of Radio Zoom coming out a little later than I think what I'm usually used to, uh, or what I've been kind of putting out there for you. Hopefully you haven't missed me too much as I'm making some adjustments on the fly. RadioZoom at gmail.com is the website if you want to uh, get the, or I'm sorry, not the website, Resume at gmail.com is the uh, email address to send me feedback. I'm just not doing well at the multitasking right now. Send me your questions, your comments, all that fun stuff. You can also leave me audio comments, 206-222-1954. It's a U.S. phone number. Leave me an audio comment that way. Basically, it's like leaving me a voicemail. It's pretty cool. And uh, audiocurts.net slash radio is the website to check out the show notes for today. And then also, please go there and you can sign or you can click on the button to uh, sign my frapper. And we can kind of plot out a little bit about where my listeners are listening from. And man, I'll be talking a little bit about that later. But uh, definitely got some uh, nice additions to the to the, the frapper site and getting an idea of where people are tuning in from. And it is totally mind-boggling and very, very cool all at the same time. I got a couple other different things coming up. We'll talk a little bit about hockey and some email, some feedback. And then also I've got a little bit of a new segment that I'm going to debut today. We're going to call it the uh, Radio Zoom in Tech. That's what I'm going to call this. I mentioned it before, and I'll just unveil it today and kind of uh, wind up my news chops just a tiny bit. It's been a while, but we'll see what I can do. In the meantime, we're going to play this song right here. And this is played by permission by the folks at the Ghost Station, theghoststation.com. The song's called Wandering Away, right here on Radio Zoom. <laughs>
with the song Wandering Away. That was played by permission by The Ghost Station. Uh, you can find out more about them, theghoststation.com, The Ghost Station, all one word. And uh, you can also check out today's show notes and get the link directly to their website played generously with their permission. I really have to thank them very much. As uh, I mentioned in the uh, <clears throat> the 50th episode, that, uh, that uh, well... Pod safe, permission safe, all good to go, and all flying high uh, right here on the Resume Podcast from now on. So uh, if it's uh, if I don't have permission from a band or if it's not on a pod safe music network, I ain't going to play it because I like to support those bands that are cool with the whole uh, podcasting thing and uh, try to help them out, promote them a little bit and stuff like that. Now let's talk hockey just for a, for, for a moment here. Now I'm, I'm not the greatest... Uh, hockey knowledgeable person out there that there is but I like to think that uh, I I have a fair share of of knowledge in terms of being a Vancouver Canucks fan that's the type of hockey that we're talking about here what other hockey is there really to talk about but there's been some really interesting developments as of late uh, with the team and as of today they are they're 29 and 2 with 42 points, which puts them in the top of the the standings in their division. They just shot over Calgary. I think as of last night, that would probably be the uh, the, the result. <clears throat> and uh, they're starting goalie for quite some time. Uh, Dan Cluche is out. And, uh, you know, I have to say for, for, for uh, as kind of a person who I, I, I thoroughly enjoy the the whole goalie position because I used to play goalie and roller hockey and and uh, I don't claim myself to be any you know expert or or you know great goalie at that but I really enjoy watching Alex Ald play more than I enjoy watching Cluche just because uh, Ald well he there's there's certain things about Ald that 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 scare me but there's certain things about Cluche that I don't like you know Alex Ald he just kind of seems like sometimes he's just a little lazy getting back to the uh, to the net. Uh, a little too lazy for for my liking, you know. I'm not saying that he's a lazy person at all, but uh, there's just times where it's like, man, get back to the net sooner. You know, if he'll he'll get out of the of the crease and go behind the net to get the puck, and then and then he'll just kind of slowly skate back in front of the net, and it's just kind of like, man, <laughs> you're gonna get burned on that sometimes. But uh, Cluche, 
I enjoy what you know he's a great goalie but I just you know there's just something about him that just doesn't feel solid and uh, there's a lot of fans out there that can elaborate on that but I'm not going to try to but that, that's that's some interesting um uh, information or, or news to, to come out of the the Canucks organization um, as of as of you know recently, just because Cluche uh, is going to be gone for the rest of the season because he's got to get surgery, if, I guess, on his knee, and now it's questionable if he'll be back for the the postseason. It's it's really an unknown right now. Uh, the main thing too is that people are wondering what the Canucks are going to do. Are they going to try and trade up for uh, somebody else to you know not somebody else to um, you know, to replace Kluche, because, um, well, actually, no, that is kind of the argument. Uh, they don't know if they're going to get uh, keep Alden there and then rely on him, or if they're going to try and trade away and get somebody to be a good uh, replacement for Kluche, or maybe even get a good <clears throat> backup for Alden, even though they brought somebody up that they drafted not long ago. So it's kind of interesting time. But the, the game last night against uh, Philadelphia was definitely way cool. So was the one, well, the last three games in general, Ottawa to the Rangers game in New York and then the Flyers game in Philadelphia last night have all been really good games. Last night was a little tense. They were up um, 5-3 to three in the third period and then uh, Philadelphia scored with not very uh, about under 5 minutes left in the, in the game. I can't really recall. But uh, it was 5-4 in the third period with just a few minutes left and you know of course Philadelphia pulled their goalie and it was just an intense matchup and you know they were able to uh, pull it off and and win the game, and uh, you know it's just it's just really been a, a good road trip for them. Hopefully they'll be able to continue. I think. Let me think here. Uh, this Saturday, if I look over here, oh let's see. This Saturday they are. I think they're back home, if I remember right. Yes, and Edmonton's in town, so it's the Oilers that'll be in town. So it's a big kind of rivalry because you know Edmonton, just over in Alberta. So uh, they're, they're kind of neighbors, and they'll roll into town and uh, be quite the matchup. So last time, uh, Edmonton in Edmonton, the Oilers rolled over the Canucks. So hopefully they can continue the streak and um, you know kind of give Edmonton a little bit more medicine back. But I don't want to talk too much about hockey because I can't really talk hockey. I just I enjoy it. You know, uh, I, I can when I went to the uh, Vancouver Giants game here at Pacific Coliseum. It's in the WHL league. Um, and Western Hockey League, I do believe, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it just because it's it's hockey. It's a good game, and and you know when it's even though that there was a lot of fights in that game, um, it was uh, it was just it was really good good entertainment in the sense that you know you can still enjoy uh, the game even though you don't have these superstars that you're used to like in the NHL. So that's why. I think that I like hockey, and I like talking about hockey in that sense, but I can't give you stats, I can't give you history, I can't do any of that stuff that other people much smarter than me can do. And other people smarter than me, well, there's a lot of people like that, especially people like Alan Epley from Shiner who said, I can play Shiner music. Well, actually, he's from The Life and Times, but he said, I could play some Shiner, so yeah, here we go.
off their album The Egg, that is Shiner, with the song Play Dead. And Alan Epley, former lead singer, and I say former lead singer because, well, Shiner's no more. But uh, Alan Epley now uh, is a part of the group The Life and Times, and I played them in the last episode of the, my podcast, you know, as you might recall. And uh, <clears throat> after I got the okay to play The Life and Times, I went ahead and emailed Alan back and asked him about being able to play Shiner, and he said that was a okay by him. So that was played with permission, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give the. Um, in the show notes, I'll give the ad, the uh, the link to the Life and Times website because I definitely want you to check out Alan's new stuff that he's working on with the Life and Times. But uh, you can find Shiner stuff readily available still. They've only not been in existence for probably about a couple years now. Yeah, that's about right. About two years, maybe two and a half to three years. Somewhere around there. Two to three years. I'll, I'll just say that and we'll be safe. So definitely check that out. Uh, I just... I totally adore the shiner saw them at least three times in my uh, in their existence in in my lifetime before they they called it quits so highly 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 recommend their stuff now something i'm going to do here is unveil kind of a new segment that i'll do from time to time just to kind of give you an update in terms of kind of what's going on in the world of, of in, in terms of news and technology that's important to me more so in the world of Apple because I've got a lot of friends and my family that I tell you know, I follow all this Apple news and all these Apple websites and just kind of get all the latest news and tidbits and rumors and if you never you know if you're not familiar with the whole culture that that is in there of, of Apple rumors just alone it's just amazing I mean there's so many sites just dedicated to it so based on all that I've got this new segment that I'm going to unveil right now called Zoom in Tech. And it's basically just a little news segment, so let's go ahead and start that like this. And we'll go ahead and kick off this little maiden voyage and see what you think about Zoom in Tech. All right, you ready? Here we go. MacMinute.com and SpyMac.com are both posting news that Morgan Stanley is expecting Apple to make an announcement regarding the Apple-based cell phones. The reports are quoted as saying, Morgan Stanley analysts published a research note on Apple today, today being December 16th, stating the company is witnessing significant retail growth opportunities in the U.S. Apple Computer is likely to make announcements relating to iPhone, broad digital content, and digital living room-focused hardware in the upcoming year. Now, usually, uh, from what I understand, it's safer to trust analyst predictions than it is to trust the rumor mills, but then again, a rumor is a rumor. Mackinan.com is saying that HBO wants to bring video content to the iPod. They would like to strike an agreement, but according to this report, they quote the in the story, Apple may have to stand in line, however, as Singular Wireless reportedly has plans to reveal a multiple-year exclusive deal with HBO. But if you ask me, I like this idea a lot more to go to the iPod than to watch a little crummy movie or HBO content on a tiny little cell phone screen. Something else I thought was interesting is that Macintosh is reporting that Sonic Technologies introduced the Encore STG4 Duet 1.7 GHz dual processor upgrade. Yeah, that's a mouthful. For most sawtooth G4 Power Mac systems, uh, this is carrying the same $599.95 US dollar price as the 1.3 GHz model that it replaces. Uh, but the card includes dual 7447A G4 processors and is compatible with Mac OS 
and up as well as macOS 9.2. And I mention this as upgrading your system is sometimes easier than parting with it. And let's go ahead and open up the Mac World Expo rumor closet, shall we? MacRumors.com uh, reports that a number of analysts are expecting Apple to introduce the first Intel-based Macs in January at Macworld San Francisco. Unidentified industry sources are cited as a source of this information. Now this goes back to what I said before about analysts and rumors, but Apple had previously said not to expect Intel Macs until 2006. And more rumors, Apple Insider reports that Apple Computer Inc.'s iPod division is preparing to extend its reach to, into uh, the consumer electronics market with the release of several iPod-related digital audio products early next year. Now, check out the link in the show notes to the story for more details on this rumor, but I'd like to see more good quality mobile recording products for the iPod with uh, specific regards to podcasting. And another rumor, Think uh, Secret gives out the rumor that Apple appears on track to deliver an Intel-based iBook early next year. Sources report, and in doing so, will replace its long-standing 14.1-inch model with a widescreen 13.3-inch iBook display. Now, no details on processor specs, but all guesses point back to those Intel rumors. And another rumor from Think Secret is that Apple is planning to unveil a robust new content distribution system in January at Macworld Expo alongside its revamped media-savvy Mac Mini, which will include feature-linked content, expanded television offerings, and more. Now, this is all being rumored as eWeek.com reports that Intel has announced its generation, uh, or its next generation in processors called Napa, meant specifically for mobile platforms, but more importantly, laptops. According to the report... Intel claims the latest notebook technology stands to boost average performance 68% beyond that of its current Soma platform, if you know what that is. But the more important thing, extending battery life beyond the 5-hour mark, improves wireless bandwidth, and can help su cut the size of a notebook by 30% versus what you see in today's machines. Now all this madness comes to an end with Steve Jobs when he gives uh, the keynote presentation at the Macworld Conference and Expo in, uh, on January 10th at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Now, no details as to a live video feed via broadcast or streaming yet, but if you're unfamiliar with the whole hoopla, Apple, Apple, <laughs> Apple usually has info on uh, whatever they release at this event almost immediately on their website. And you can also watch a lot of Apple rumor sites during the actual keynote presentation as they usually have someone on the floor doing live updating, kind of like a live play-by-play -play breakdown, um, kind of over, uh, what do you want to call it, closed captioning, it's almost is what you can kind of compare it to. So that's it, and I hope to have, I'd hope to throw it on a few other techie tidbits in there, but you know, I thought this was a good start to something that's completely new. Hopefully an ongoing segment, something uh, that I hope to continue without being uh, overly geeky or overly techy. Uh, links to these stories will be in the show notes, and if you have thoughts, feedback, and complaints, RadioZoom at gmail.com. Here's another song played with artist permission. This is the format of a sore thumb on RadioZoom. Forgive me, you cut out again. It seems so There's something wrong I don't know why Why you, you never say goodnight So please just leave Oh, you told me that much 
kind of just I, I like that type of like rock and roll it's good theformat.com is the website the format is the name of the band that comes off their album interventions and lullabies and the name of the song is called sore thumb and that was played with artist permission right here on the radio zoom podcast and i gotta love this this artist permission stuff it was uh, it's not necessarily easy, but it's uh, going a lot better than I ever imagined it to, and I just hope that I can help promote the artists so that way I can get you to like them, to go out and learn more about them, go check out their shows, go buy their merchandise, and buy their music, and that's all I'm trying to do is spread the love and spread the joy. Hey, it's Christmas. That kind of works out, doesn't it? Electronic mail. Got some feedback off of the uh, episode 51, the last episode prior to this one, obviously, since this is 52, eh? And uh, that was the uh, what I referred to, I guess, in the show notes as the experiment. And uh, that was just a, a short little car ride that I had Rebecca on the podcast for the first time ever. And I got some feedback off of it, some feedback from uh, listeners and also from uh, some of my family. Um... But 
I got this email from Josh, who is a listener in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. Ah, the homeland. I really appreciate you tuning in, Josh, and being subscribed. Tuning in. That, that really is not relevant to what we're doing here. Anyway, he says, from one Iowan to another, they are totally stocking caps. What the hell is a took? Of course, he spelled it took. T-O-O-K. It sounds like something from Harry Potter. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Josh in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. And actually, it's spelled T-O... Or, I'm sorry, T-U... T-O-Q-U-E. There's an alternate spelling of T-U-Q-U-E. Now, if we look this up in uh, Wikipedia, which is something that my mother recently discovered, because uh, we had a conversation about this as to, you know, toques and everything, but why do we call them stocking caps? It's really... Uh, that's, that's really a good question. You know, they're knit, and stockings were knit, and you hung them by the fireplace or whatever, but uh, why we call them stocking caps is really, I, I really haven't been able to find that out. But you can go to Wikipedia and do a search on toque, and you can find lots of different stuff. And mainly it's a French-Canadian uh, kind of, this word derived from, uh, what was it? I'm looking at it right now, and it was mainly basically a knit hat that people wore in their heads just to um, to stay warm. They warm a lot at, uh, at night. And if you actually look up uh, toque itself, it's it's got a, a derivative of, of you know in terms of where it comes from. It was popular in the 13th and 16th century Europe, especially in France. So, and if you look at what the original toques look like, you know, if you pull up Wikipedia and look at this creepy lady in the in the the long langdry toque or something like that, um, it's definitely not the toque or the stocking cap that we wear. That's a basic rundown of the whole uh, kind of toque versus stocking cap issue. And I'll I'll provide um, links to this, you know, because there's there's also another, you know. Other names for it: beanies, scullies. Um, just kind of depends on where you're, where you're from, I guess, as to why you call them what you do. But that was kind of like the point of that uh, of that episode is just to kind of expand kind of the the uh, cultural differences that uh, exist between Rebecca and I, as uh, we get along really, really well. Really, we do. Uh, I I couldn't ask for a better best friend in the world. But um, there's just different things that we'll say. she'll say certain things, and I'll just kind of go, what? Say that again? And then I'll understand what she's saying. Like, oh, okay. Or there's certain things that I say that uh, kind of have to, uh, kind of have to uh, be recomputed by her to kind of go, oh my gosh, you say it that way. So I mean, when I first, I think when I first got here, or when we were first hanging out back home, I can't remember, but I said something about something about you know having to go up on the roof to fix something and I said rough and it's roof but you know this is British Columbia where they you know, British Columbia uh, a long time ago was settled by a lot of um, British and actually uh, Spanish explorers in this area but there's a lot of old British uh, history and, and, and the family lines here and the, the the British version of the English language is very pronunciated, pronunciated, enunciated, however you want to say it. But uh, they say, you know, with very specific, um, you know, accents on certain syllables. And how I say it is vastly, vastly different to, compared to somebody who uh, speaks from London. Um, you know, instead of it, it being a difficult process, it's a difficult process. 
just minor little things like that. So that was kind of the point of, of that uh, of that kind of whole experiment is to kind of show you that uh, even though we're neighbors, there are differences between our cultures just in the different ways that we were raised and different things like that, right? And let's see, the other thing I wanted to mention too, this is not necessarily email, but uh, it will help kind of wrap up the whole um, episode this time around. But um, my uh, Frapper, please, Frapper.com, F-R-A-P-P-R.com slash Podcast, And you can go there and put a pin up as to a pin up, no, not, not a naked picture. No, you can put a pin on the map and uh, show me where you're listening in from, which is really wonderful to do just to kind of get an idea of, you know, just where you're at. It's not necessarily anything more than just simple fun and it, it really, you know, makes me giggle uh, every time somebody um, puts something up there in terms of where they're listening from. And the one that I got recently really, really hit me was that uh, Jason listening in from uh, uh, Melbourne, Australia. And he says on the the Frapper map that I've been listening to you all around the world, firstly in Southeast Asia, now in OZ, which I would assume would be something regarding the that area of Australia. Uh, you and my iPod kept me sane on a hell trip through Indonesia. Now, I don't know what that means, but I always thought that Indonesia was a very nice uh, area to go visit, aside from maybe anything that uh, might have been hit by those, you know, uh, the tsunami and earthquake that was actually we're coming up about on a year ago that that happened seems like it was just yesterday but that was a whole year ago so anyhow i want to say that that was really great i really appreciate jason taking the time to sign the frapper and other people to sign my frapper i'm up to 12 people on there it's wonderful to see where you're listening in from and i really do appreciate it and i hope that you're 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 enjoying what i'm doing and uh yeah, any feedback that you want to give me in any way that it is, it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Love to hear from my listeners and my subscribers. It's, uh, that's the way it works here. Is that it's not necessarily tuning in. You're subscribing to the podcast and uh, checking out what I'm doing from my own little corner of the world in my little uh, apartment here that I live in in Vancouver, British Columbia. So it's going to wrap it up. I'm going to play one last track that's going to come off of the Podsafe Music Network. That's uh, music.podshow.com. But recently, uh, they had a variety of different independent uh, labels sign up and offer their, some of their library on the um, on the the Podsafe Music Network. And some of the stuff that I found was you know really interesting. But then I saw this, and it's like, man, I gotta play this. Mainly because it was one of the bands that uh, Rebecca and I when we first started talking and kind of, you know, and, and uh, just hanging out and, and learning more about each other, we found that we have a lot of the same music uh, tastes in common. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with ska, even though it's pretty much off the map. But I gotta say, I've seen Less Than Jake in concert twice. Was it twice? Yeah, twice. And uh, I really dig their stuff, and I'm always happy to, to, um, to hear their I mean, it always makes me happy to hear their music. It just kind of is one of those bands you associate with good times, makes you feel good. And so I want to play this song that I found off of the Podsafe Music Network. It's off their album, Borders and Boundaries. It's called Look What Happened. And this has been another edition of Radio Zoom. RadioZoom at gmail.com is the email address to send me any comments, complaints, uh, love letters, 
I don't, don't know. Whatever you want to email me. No, don't send me a love letters. I don't think Rebecca would like that very much. <laughs> this song is called Look What Happened. It's been another edition. It's been fun. We'll check you later and adios. And I swear it's the last time. And I swear it's my last try. And we'll walk in circles around this whole block. Walk on the cracks of the same old sidewalks. Then we'll talk about leaving town Yeah, we'll talk about leaving I swear it's the last time And I swear it's my last try Zoom podcast is a product of the AudioHertz.net weblog. Send emails, audio comments, and songs to play on the Radio Zoom podcast to RadioZoom at gmail.com. That's RadioZoom, all one word, at gmail.com. Check out the website for more. AudioHertz.net slash radio. Radio.